The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. Get up close and personal with some of your favorite male porn stars on One on One with Poppy Chulo. Created by Poppy Chulo, One on One showcases exclusive interviews with the adult industry's most popular male performers. Here's your host, Poppy Chulo. Welcome to One on One with Poppy Chulo. Today is Wednesday, June 24th, 2015. Listeners, please welcome rising adult star Axel Aces. Welcome to the show, Axel. Thank you, Poppy. Uh, It's pleasure to be here. Fantastic. It's great to have you on, man. Uh, You're certainly a fresh face here in the States, and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, picking your brain on uh, what this experience has been thus far. Excellent. I look forward to this. Awesome. So let's jump into the interview. And typically, I like to get stats out the way in the beginning. So uh, what's your height and weight? I'm uh, 5'8 and 150 to 155 pounds, depending on what my diet's been like. (laughs) What's your ethnic background? Um, I'm white British. What's your zodiac sign? I'm a Scorpio. Or Sagittarius, depending on uh, whichever one you look. My wife says that I'm definitely a Sagittarius, but uh, sometimes I'm classed as I, I, I'm on the the, the very class class of it, so uh, I I can uh, pick and choose. <laughs> okay, that's what's up. And how old are you? I'm 31. So let's start at the very beginning and let's get to know the man behind the performer. Where are you originally from? I'm from the UK, from London. Awesome. And uh, what was Axel Aces like as a child, as a teenager? (laughs) Well, I was, I'd say, a little unconventional. I didn't, I didn't learn things the way that others would learn. I, 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 was, uh, I spent most of my time at school messing around and, and causing trouble, but I still managed to get good grades. Um, but I'd say with the grades because I'm very cheeky. Um, wasn't shy of getting in trouble, but at the same time, knew what I was doing. So, yeah, uh, kind of... Uh, just exploited certain avenues very <laughs> young. Why am I not surprised? <laughs> I think it's a common thing within the industry. <laughs> <laughs> so can you share with the listeners what uh, life was like for you and what was going on with your life uh, as you entered adulthood? Okay, so uh, as I entered adulthood, um, I, I started going out 
to nightclubs and stuff like that very young. So I was going out from the age of 15, 16, things like that. So by the time I was actually getting into adulthood, I was um, I was basically getting a little bored doing the things that most people would be getting into then. Um, so I went straight into work. I worked in construction quite a long time. And uh, I got used to just doing manual labour quite quickly. Um, uh, I moved out of my, my home, my parents' home very early. Uh, I, was, I was living on my own at 17. So by the time I was actually classed as an adult, I think I'd already been one for a good few years. Okay, that's interesting. And what was going on with your life prior to entering the adult industry? I was actually working as a stonemason. Um, that's what I do by trade. Um, I put like, high-end staircases up in very expensive houses. Mm-hmm. And uh, prior to, to entering the adult industry, I met my wife who was already working in the industry before we got together. Um, and she was the one who then convinced me to, to try it. So overall, how long have you been in the adult industry? Um, I'd say taking it seriously, it's just been this year. Um, But I also worked last year uh, for most of it. And I was only shooting with my wife back in Montreal and uh, one or two gigs in the States at that point. Prior to meeting your wife, was porn something that had all ever crossed your mind as an experience that you wanted to try? Uh, honestly, um, uh, it probably crosses every guy's mind at some point in their life. Uh, could I do it? I'd want to do it. I mean, you watch it and you want to be the person doing it. It's, that's the whole reason for it, the fantasy of doing it. But I don't think it was ever a serious thing. Um, I mean, I've, I've always contemplated everything. So uh, if an opportunity is put in front of my face, I'd usually, I, I usually think about it. So. You had probably like the ultimate hookup in getting into the adult industry because your wife is in the business. Was there yeah. much convincing on her part in getting you to participate in her? It, it actually took a while, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was... Um, I didn't want to do it. I wasn't going to do it. Then I was only going to do it with her. And then I was, I, I, I got convinced by her to try it with other people. Um, but yeah, it took her some convincing, which is strange because now looking back at it, I'm like, well, she just started ages ago. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, she, she pushed. <laughs> what was more difficult to get convinced in doing doing it period or starting to do it with uh, performers other than your wife it was difficult for me because that uh, i've never ever cheated on a partner in my life i've mm-hmm. i've always been faithful to my partners i've had group sex with my partners but i've never 
had done anything on my own and so that was probably the most difficult thing was the fact that I was doing this on my own and had to differentiate it between doing it as a, a job which it is or doing it whereas doing it for my own personal pleasures. That makes sense and that's completely understandable so how did that uh, reconciliation within yourself uh, occur like was it a lot of reassurances from her like what went into you getting comfortable and being paired up in scenes with other women um to be honest i don't know what actually trips trips over but um it was probably just the fact that i'd, I'd become more like as as my, my wife and my relationship with crime, I've become more comfortable around the porn industry. So at this point, I was more aware of how it worked. And I'd seen more of the production side of things with working with her. So I think that I've gained the confidence and also knowledge to know how to treat it as a job. Like, it's, as opposed to, as I said before, like treating it as in my own personal pleasure. So... Let's talk about your porn name. How did you come up with your porn persona's name? How did you come up with Axel Aces? It's, um, it's actually my wife again. She's almost to blame for everything. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, she came up with it, and I actually thought that was quite a good idea. Um, with the double A, um, so the, the, the first name and last name, it works out pretty well for if I'm ever put into alphabetical order, on a site, it works nicely, it's memorable, it's, it's catchy, so it's, and it's different to a lot of other guys out there at the moment, so. I agree, she did a good job, and I love an alliterative name, I think those are the best. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about your first time on set, and in my opinion, you technically have two different firsts. You have your first time yeah. doing a scene, period, and then you have your first time doing a scene with uh, a performer that's not your wife. So can you go into yeah. what was your experience and what was going on in your mind during those two firsts for you? Uh, okay, the <laughs> first scene I ever did was, um, uh, it was a scene with my wife for, it's, it, we probably found and used it, it was for her site. And I'm going to be honest, it was like playing pool with a bit of rope. Um, it was the most difficult thing I've ever done. Um, I was in a room with a, like, a guy in his late 40s uh, who was directing it and filming it, and then a uh, sound man and, a cam uh, and a, uh, another cameraman or a light man, I can't remember, but they were huge Amir Indian guys. And they were literally like... Six, six, seven, something like that. Great big guys towering over me in a boiling hot room. Um, and I had no idea how difficult it was going to be beforehand. And yeah, it was the, the best way to describe it was like playing pool with a piece of rope. <laughs> Good grief, man. And what about, uh, I guess, how did that differ from the next first? Was doing scenes with your wife, did that make you comfortable in front of the camera so that when you did a scene without her, things you know, were a little bit more smooth and you know, it was just like any other day on set? Yeah, it, it, the next first for me was 
uh, it, it was Spiegel just waiting. But I actually did two in a day. Um, the first time I'd shot with with uh, a performer that wasn't my wife. So I actually had one in the morning and then one in the afternoon. And then on top of that, there was also a, uh, a documentary being filmed and they were they were there for the second shoot of the day. So I was under more pressure, but both went very smoothly. So. Yeah, man. I mean, I would assume so. Good grief. That's kind of nuts. But uh, obviously you made it, man, and you've been doing uh, a lot of great scenes uh, since then. Yeah. Yeah, it's been going really well. Um, I've had a, a lot of good scenes with North America. Though. Uh, like the, the guys there are, are really good, really easy to shoot with. Um, the, the scenes are very, very quick. Like the, the, it's very raw. Um, like the way the style in which they do it, you don't stop and start. It's just you, you do your intro, you go straight into the sex scene, it, and you, you just do what. Do what looks good, basically. Absolutely. Overall, what do you enjoy most about starring in adult scenes? Overall, I think it's just the general, the fun on set, the, the attitude on set, the fact that everyone, uh, everyone, at least everyone I've come across in the industry is is pretty cool, and like you, you can have a decent conversation with everyone. Everyone, everyone's very relaxed. Um, the, the, I mean, the, the the sex part of it for me, like, it's obviously what I'm there to do, and it's the thing that I have to concentrate on. But for me, it's not the thing that's the most enjoyable about being on set. Like, but the final product is enjoyable, the and the, the the time on set is enjoyable, and the meeting the new people is cool. Um, but for me, I mean, I get I get plenty of sex at home. I don't need to let the I don't need to have sex with other people to, to enjoy sex. I mean, I can't lie, it's enjoyable, definitely. It would be hard to, to tell people that it's not, but it's not the most important thing to me. When you're on set, what turns you on the most and what turns you off the most? Um, I'd say... I don't really know. I don't really have a thing. Um, <laughs> it's just I like to. I like it to be fun. As long as it's fun, then it, I, it, it, it's enjoyable. Therefore, the, the scene works out nicely. If it's not fun, and um, that's when if if someone on set's like. Uh, I, I'd say that the, the most difficult so far from the shoots I've done with a girl that I think it was maybe her first boy girl and so it, it was very awkward and so therefore that that was what maybe made my time less enjoyable because she was awkward because it's her first time and then it's understandable that like everyone is so it, I think that that for me is the hardest point but it, it, we still had fun at the end of the day, so it's good. <laughs> it's, it's hard to say. Um, it would put a, a definite thing onto it. Um, it's just, I'd say people, attitude on set, like bad attitude on set is probably the biggest turn off. Uh, but turn on wise, it's just the fun side of it. 
Let's break a porn scene down. In a scene, which do you enjoy the most? Oral, badge, or anal? <laughs> it depends on who it's with. Really. Oral is, is a good go-to. It's a nice start and everything. And it's a way to get really into the scene. But I often find that I get, if I go too rough with oral, I'll get my, my, my dick will get cut. Um, like I've had it a few times where I've I've had big teeth marks in my dick. Um, there's there's footage that we've shot that you can actually see blood coming out of me. So it's like it it really does vary from performer to performer. Um, I find that if I'm doing a condom scene, then I will switch to oral a lot. But that's mainly because I get to take the condom off. Um, <laughs> so it's. I don't think I have a preference on any of the three. Uh, I just have a preference on one of the three with the person that I'm with. In a scene, what's your favorite sexual position and does it differ from your favorite position off camera? Okay, so in a scene, my favorite position is uh, if, if I'm like leading up to my pop, I usually go for doggy, um, just because it's a good position, you can get good momentum in it. I'm in complete control as well, uh, which is a big plus for me. Um, and it does differ from real life, yes, because the positions I like to do at home, they've done it at the wrong time. No one wants to see my ass popping up and down and uh, they want to see like <laughs> they want to they want me to open up so everything's getting in view and of course we know how the scene ends with the pop shot in a scene where's your yeah. favorite place to shoot your load oh in the face of course 100 percent in the face <laughs> i get annoyed if it's not <laughs> axel aces likes to make a mess yeah definitely I like to do it at home like that too. Describe your fuck style. Um, I'm probably quite dominant, quite rough. Um, it's not to say every time, if I'm told not to, I won't. Um, generally, though, it's... think along the lines of James Dean and that sort of thing. Who have been... Uh... So far, some of your most favorite performers to work with? Um, I'm going to say... Uh, I'm trying to remember. Um, there would be... Carmen Karma, definitely. And my wife, of course. And... Um, then, uh, 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 let me think, Cleo Valentine, uh, 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 they've, they've been, uh, everyone's been great to work with, to be honest, there's, there's only been a couple of, of scenes where, like, things haven't gone brilliantly, uh, but every time the scenes ended up well. So it's like it, it's hard to, to actually choose somebody over anybody. I, I, I look at the whole production rather than the, the person I've shot with. 
Who's on your must-do list? What performers out there are you looking forward to working with in scenes in the future? I'm going to be honest, uh, I haven't got to, to that point with, with my career yet. I'm just looking at... Like, I, I, I work with whoever. It, to me, it doesn't make any difference who they are. It's just how they are on set. Um, the people that that I might like to work with or, or think I might like to work with the most maybe are the most difficult to work with on set. So therefore, I might not actually enjoy the experience so much. Since you're still very new to the industry, are there any performers or even people behind the scenes in the industry that you look up to? Um, I, I respect everyone in the industry, especially people who've been around for a while. Um, I, I'm a, the type of person who I, I ask for feedback or I, if, if the director is ready to tell me something like, um, like they'll tell me something that I could have done differently or they'll tell me something at the beginning of the scene on um, what they, they'd like and I'll learn from it. Um, uh, Kieran Lee was, was very, he, he's given me a lot of advice on set um, and he's been brilliant to me. Um, like, then uh, there's uh, Shelby, Shelby Beck. Uh, he he's been giving me a lot of advice when I've been shooting with Naughty America. Like he's he's amazing to work with. Uh, like, there's, there's been a lot of people. Everyone's been very 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 helpful. I've come across like that's just a couple of names. Literally, uh, like everyone I've come across. I've, I'm not, I don't go in saying, hey, I'm the best in the world at this. I've never done that. I go in and I say, hey, I'm pretty new to this, but I'm doing pretty good so far. So, but I'm still willing to learn. So, I, like if someone tells me something at the beginning of the scene or at the end of the scene, I learn it. Like, I don't, I don't think I know what's best. I listen to the people who uh, have been in the industry a while and I take their advice. Do you watch your own scenes? Is that something that you would try to do to uh, critique yourself and maybe improve in what you're doing? Or are you the type of person that uh, likes to avoid watching his work? Um, I do watch them, yes. And I, I, not every single one, but I do watch as, as many as I can. And I do learn from them, yes. And I look at how maybe like certain positions that I do if I could have opened up better. Uh, my wife also watches them and, and critiques them so like she'll tell me, hey, you could have done this. Or sometimes she'll she'll notice that maybe it wasn't my fault and it maybe it would have been someone else's. It could have been the girls or it could have been the, the, the cameraman and say to me, hey, they could have got a better angle here. They could have gone in and done this here. Or she could have done this here. And so I might be watching something thinking that I'm doing something wrong, but she's going to tell me, she'll be honest with me and tell me if it's me or if it's another person. And so I don't feel bad if some, I see something and I don't think it's very good and it's not my fault, but at the same time, I know when I can improve on something when it, it is. Very nice. That's what's up, man. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's nice to have a wife that knows what she's talking about for it as well, because it means that that I can, uh, I get to learn quite quickly. Definitely, yeah. That makes complete sense. How old were you when you saw a porn film for the very first time? 
don't necessarily remember the first film that I saw, but I do remember the first magazine, uh, and the second magazine, in fact. So the first one I saw, um, I was probably around 12 or 13, because I was, at the time, I, I was riding BMXs at the time. Um, I was in an area where it was a run-down old shopping centre in the middle of town, and it was, it was that concrete city. And it's where a lot of people used to go to, to skateboard, to BMX, to, to rollerblade or whatever. And uh, so I went there, and there was a, a magazine left on the ground, which I looked at. And uh, then about a week later, I stole one from the local shop <laughs> whilst I, I rode in there on my BMX uh, so that I could reach the shelf because I wasn't tall enough. And I took it from the shelf and rode out on my bike. <laughs> That's funny. It was uh, it was an amusing, amusing time. Now looking back, at it, I remember being very scared when I was doing it. Like uh, I thought, if I got caught, not only would I be in trouble because I was stealing, but because I wasn't old enough to have this magazine. Now it's time for the big question, the question that a lot of your fans and supporters, I'm sure, are curious to know. How much is Axel Aces packing? <laughs> okay, so um, I'd say I've got a, I'm quite modest about my dick. Like, I just think it's a normal, good-sized dick. Like, I know it's slightly fatter than average, um, but... I get told it's pretty good, um, but I don't. I never blow my own trumpet about it. It's, it's something that, that you just have to watch the scenes and make your own judgments about. Axel Aces is being coy. <laughs> <laughs> Earlier in the interview, we talked about the pop shot, so I'm curious to ask: Do you do anything to prepare for a pop shot in a scene? Uh, I generally will. Like, I'll close up a little um, and fuck more like my home style um, just for like the last minute or so and then try and open up before pulling out to do the pop um, just just to get myself there. Um, but I've, I've also been told since, like that quite recently by directors, that you can just close up and do whatever you like and go for the pop. Uh, you don't need to open up at the end or anything. So I've been actually concentrating on trying to get a transition going, but apparently it's, it's not necessarily uh, needed to be done. Like, the, the guys are pretty good, good when it comes to, uh, to editing it, so they can take out the, the last bit. But yeah, I usually just, I'll, I'll try and close up a little and fuck a little harder. Um, and mentally, I'm... I just stay in the same place as I was. I just, but I just go for the, the pure friction power of anything. Okay. And uh, are you the type of person that abstains from doing stuff a couple days before when you know you have a shoot to make sure that uh, the pop is good? Not at all, no. I just make sure my diet is good. Okay. So I mean, I'm, I'm used to popping like at home, I'll pop like, I don't know, four or five times a day. So Axel Aces uh, is an expert popper. <laughs> well, there's a lot there, that's, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs>
I want to dive into some serious territory and switch up the tone of the interview and talk about some of the serious issues in the industry. And I want to start off this set by talking about family. Does your family know about your career in the adult industry? And if so, how do they feel about it? They, uh, they kind of know about it. Like, I don't really talk to my family too much. So they're aware of my wife doing it. And they're aware that I've done it. And so I don't, I don't really tell them my business that often. I haven't been close to them for a long time. So it's kind of like, it would be weird for me to go over and kind of say that to them now, if that makes sense. Yes, that's completely understandable. What's your opinion on the issue of condoms in the industry? What's your take on whether condoms should or should not be used in adult productions? Okay, so I believe that the industry is operating incredibly well as it is. Um, the, the the system in which they've got the two-week testing is working very well. And then the, uh, recently, uh, a, a couple of months ago now, in fact, there was the, the false positives that came up. The whole industry shut down on that day as soon as the emails came out. Um, it acted accordingly and very professionally. And it opened back up on the Monday. Um, I lost out on shoots because of that, but I feel I, I'm happy that it happened that way because I know that if there was a positive, they react correctly and and quickly to minimise the risk for everybody. But in all fairness, I don't care about using a condom. I, I when I was shooting in Canada in Montreal, I had to use condoms. Um, and so I'm, I'm very competent at using them. It's fine. I don't mind doing the live shows where they're used. It's, it, to me, it's, it doesn't really change anything. There's guys out there that don't want to do them because it, it, it affects with the, well, it mentally affects them. But for me, I'm kind of privileged when I'm here that I don't have to use them. So for me, it's just a bonus that I don't, where, and I'm used to using them. And that's normal work for me. I like that answer. Very good answer. Is there an aspect of the adult industry that you do not enjoy? Um, I've not come across the part yet that I don't enjoy. Um, that's not to say that I won't. Uh, it's it's like, it's like it's, I'm sure over time I'll come across something that I don't like. Um, but right now, I, I'm I'm new to it. I haven't got bored of doing anything yet. I haven't been frustrated by doing certain things yet. So, I think maybe if you ask me in a few years' time, I might change my mind. <laughs> Are there any misconceptions or myths about porn stars that you would like to dispel? Um, I don't. I don't really know. Look, I haven't met enough people to tell you, oh, this guy isn't as big as everyone thinks or anything like that, if that's what you're trying to say. But uh, uh, to be honest, everyone to me, is they all seem pretty genuine um, so far. But I, that's not to say that I haven't heard stories. But I'm, I, I don't want to repeat stories that I don't know aren't, that are true or not. 
Moving away from the serious questions and talking a bit more about romance and relationships in the industry. Let's talk about you and your wife. You're married to a porn performer, Vixen Steele. Yeah. Let's talk about the start of your relationship. And obviously she had been doing work in the adult industry. What went into uh, sort of uh, the initial conversation that she had with you about what she did in the business? And uh, what was your reaction? And I'm sure you probably had some questions to ask as well. Yeah. Um, well, when I first met my wife, she was actually on a date with my friend, um, and we were in oh, that's funny. London Fields. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, and I was actually with someone else at the time. Um, we didn't. Nothing happened with us that night, but we did get on very well. My friend got too drunk and he went off, and I was talking to her. My my now ex girlfriend was uh, in a mood with me, and I was drunk, and I knew I was in trouble when I got home anyway. So I stayed out, and we were talking. She told me that she worked in porn, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, and I, was like, I asked her her reasons for doing it, and I asked if she was happy doing it, and she answered yes, and she gave good reasons for doing it. And, she, uh, and so I respected it from that point on. Uh, it's, at the time, I wasn't even looking to be in a relationship with her. Uh, it's like I said before, I've never cheated on a partner, so I wasn't going to cheat on her then. Um, although, obviously... My wife, now she was she smoking hot like I wanted to, but I, I, I actually left early because of it. Um, but yeah, like I accepted it before I knew the relationship was in, in it. So it's kind of, it kind of got it out of the way um, rather than having to deal with it as a couple. Absolutely, yeah. That's interesting. So uh, I'm sure there was a moment at least where you had to have had a conversation about communication as well as honesty and uh, the idea of getting comfortable of her being paired with other male performers in scenes because I'm sure that there are a lot of people that are tuning in that are listening and they themselves might be like you know I know that I wouldn't be able to do that like how did you get comfortable with that idea what did she say to basically reassure you that what she was doing is just work and that you know all the worries that potentially were in your head were things that you didn't necessarily have to think about okay so i'm not gonna lie it wasn't the easiest things to do and i thought it would be easier because of the fact that i accepted what she did um but then at first it was like I'll fuck you doing this. And I'd be like, kind of like, bummed out for the day because I knew she was doing that. But at the time as well, I've got to mention that we were living in Montreal, so then that she was shooting was a lot less and it was actually a lot easier for me to get used to because of the fact that she wasn't shooting every day. And she was shooting once a week maybe. So therefore, I had time in between each time and I noticed how the relationship wasn't actually changing and so therefore I became more confident in the fact that that I noticed that it like once the shoot was done she came home and that was that it was done um, so there wasn't any worries for me uh, but I, I, of course at first I, I really struggled with like the, the, the time that she was away where I'd be not knowing where she was, what she was, well, knowing what she was doing, but like not 
being like completely sure of it. So it was a strange time, but it, it was it was relatively easy to be honest. So then she got you in the business, you started doing scenes with her, and then you were convinced to start doing scenes with performers that were not your wife, and you've yeah. also even done, I love the scene, I thought it was a fantastic, fun scene, you did a foursome with your wife, it was you, two other male performers, and your wife in a scene together, I believe it was Mr. Yeah. Pete and Eric Everhard. Yeah, that's right, yeah. What was that experience uh, like? Okay, that was weird. Um, I'm going to be honest, like, that was really weird. I wasn't going to do it. I wasn't planning to do that scene. In fact, we talked about it, and we'd come to the conclusion that I wasn't going to do that with her, uh, just because of the added pressure of performing uh, at the same time as watching two other guys going at my, my girl. Um, so it was on the day of the shoot, and it turned out, I there was a problem with one of the performers. I don't know if they did. I can't remember the whole story behind it, but basically, they were a man down, and I kind of just went, "You know what? I can do this." And it was as fair as a moment. I decided to do it. I, I put myself forward for it, um, and yeah, it wasn't it wasn't the easiest thing. Like, but the other guys, they were good. They they kept the scene going, and I I, I did. Like for the stills, I remember struggling a lot, and then for the scene, it kind of came together. Uh, it was good, and it was probably a good thing at the end of it because my opinion now is that I've done that, which is probably one of the hardest things to do for for me. Um, I would have rather it been another girl because obviously I have no feelings towards the other girl. It's like it's not the same at all um so if i'm able to do it with my wife i'm able to do it with anyone definitely man well it was a fun scene you were rocking the wig which is yeah. fantastic so that's uh, so interesting so in the future will there be more threesomes foursomes uh, orgies for you and your wife on camera well, we actually have a deal. Um, every time I do a DP reverse, she owes me a reverse gangbang, which is like every guy's dream. So I'm like, yeah, all right, whatever, we'll do DPs. I'm like, <laughs> I get something good out of it at the end of it. That's funny. And that's interesting. Uh, I, I can't imagine what was going on in your mind uh, doing a DP with your wife on camera. Exactly. Actually, we did a DP for, for a site recently, um, and it was relatively easy for me. I was actually the anchor. I was the one who was who didn't struggle at all. Um, I was uh, I was just the one rock solid, staying inside her, and that was it. And uh, I let the other guy go at it because he was he was having slightly more difficulties on set. He did the job still. Um, it was good, but yeah, it was surprising that I was the one that was like more mentally there or whatever on that day and um, but yeah it worked out really nice that, that's for a site so that would be coming out whatever she releases it i suppose <laughs> okay very cool so moving away from the serious stuff let's uh, chat more about you axel how often do you work out and uh, do you consistently have to watch what you eat in particular when you know that you have a shoot coming up yeah, I work out almost every day. 
um, and I diet pretty well, uh, especially around shoot days. Um, like, I I have all my supplements that I take, and then also I, I eat a lot of fruit and nuts, and also pork before a shoot, uh, just because it's, it really helps out, especially for the pop. To shave or not to shave, that is the question. And yes, I'm talking about down there and also just manscaping in general. Uh, my balls and my butt are shaved, um, and then the rest of me is trimmed, uh, like very short. So it's like including armpit, chest, everything. So. Let's talk about tattoos. How many tattoos do you have? What are they of? And will you be adding more? I have, I'm going to have to count them because I can't remember how many tattoos. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. I think I've got 10 or 11, tat 11 tattoos. Uh, they're all like old school tattoos, like uh, navy kind of tattoos. So uh, I have a naked lady on my forearm. I have a Mexican skull with an Elvis hairdo on my other forearm. Um, and yeah, just general old school stuff like I have a, a, a ship and two swallows. Uh, and then across my back, I actually have an American Eagle, which is a cover-up tattoo from when I uh, when I I went out and I I got the biggest tattoo I could afford when I was 15. So I covered that up with an American Eagle. And are there any more to come? Um, yeah, I think I'll probably get a few more, but. At the same time, I don't want to get too many with... Uh, like there's, there's certain companies in the industry that won't shoot you even if you've got one tattoo. So I don't want to, to overdo it and get too, too many tattoos for people to shoot me. Although I probably am already gone past that point, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> in your opinion, what part of your body is the sexiest and why? Well, my opinion, I think the sexiest part of my body is my eyes. My wife's probably going to look at me and just say, no, it's your cock. Um, no, she's shaking her head. What, what, what's the, most, the best part of my body, babe? My abs, my eyes, and my voice, apparently. But my opinion is maybe just my eyes, to be honest. Other the fact that she didn't even say my cock. <laughs> <laughs> On the flip side, what part of your body do you like the least and why? Okay, the part of my body I like the least. Um, uh, oh yeah, well, no, probably yeah, probably my feet. I'm not a big feet person. Like I'll do a scene where there's there's a foot fetish scene, but to be honest, I'm really not into feet that much. So it would probably be my feet. They're quite hairy actually sometimes. <laughs> And in your opinion, what part of the female body is the sexiest and why? This that differs on everybody. Um, like, there, there can be one girl that it will be their eyes. I mean, my wife's just smoking hot from head to toe, so, like, I wouldn't be able to choose one point of her. And she's, she's 
showing me her vagina right now. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Axelaces yeah, so, is living the life. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a hard life. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, exactly. Do you get into any kinds yeah. of fetishes? Um, fetishes, like, I, I really vary from, uh, from, from day to day. I'm, like, some days I'm like, I'll be like quite dirty, but it, it's generally just rough sex for me that will do it. Um, but, yeah. Um, my wife's saying that, yeah, this, I like giving her anal, so, yeah, it would probably be that. <laughs> Let's go back in time. How and when did you lose your virginity? Okay, uh, I was 13 years old, it was on the park bench with the local bike, um, and I was drunk on cider. On a park bench, in the middle of the day or in the middle of the night? Uh, probably around 10 o'clock at night. It was dark, but it was the summer, so it was, uh, it was probably around 10 ish. That's very interesting. Did you get caught? Uh, no, no. But she went and had sex with someone else afterwards. <laughs> oh my. Now that's interesting. She was literally the local bike. She was, uh, she was, everyone had had a go on her. Like, I probably had another go on her at some point as well, but I don't remember. That's too funny. Tell me something quirky about yourself that most people don't know. Something surprising about Axel Aces. Um, I don't know. I'm very, I'm very open with everyone about everything about me. And, uh... Something weird about me. Um, I don't know. Uh, I like watching like wildlife documentaries. That's pretty much all I do in my spare time. <laughs> Other than work out and eat healthy, I'll, uh, I'll generally, if you want to find me, I'll be at home watching Netflix, and I've watched all of the documentaries probably eight to ten times. Wow. Describe yourself in 10 words or less. Oh, what? 10 words or less to describe myself? Um, uh, uh, Tiny. <laughs> Tiny models. <laughs> <laughs> Charming. Yeah, uh, this is not this is you though. Um, hang on, sorry. Um, I'd say, yeah, cheeky is one. Um, uh, honest is another. Like, I'm very honest. Um, uh, short, because I'm only five to eight. Lots of people seem to be taller than me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know, really. I'm not very good at this. Like, I'm not very... Uh, hang on, hang on. I'm not very good at describing myself. Let's tell me I'm not very good at describing myself. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> yeah, man. 
So as we start wrapping things up, I have uh, this list of five questions that are pop culture oriented that are designed to allow the listeners and the fans that are tuning in right now to get to know uh, some of your favorites. So the first question in this set is, what are five of your most favorite television shows? Okay, um, I'm going to go with, I'm going to break things up a little because Otherwise, we're just going to be like, that's just all the same program, but with just different names. So I'm going to say, like, the David Attenborough documentaries are going to be, like, my number one thing. Um, and then after that, like, I'm a sucker for cartoons like American Dad and Family Guy. Yeah, and uh, that's, that's basically my inner child that comes out. I've not got any of the cartoons, but I still watch them. Um, and then I'd say I was like cops, like trash TV, like that like really trash TV. So anything on Spike, basically, and I'll watch that all day long. Uh, that Bar Rescue. I don't know. She's, my wife just said, "Here comes Honey Boo," but I've never seen that, so I don't know what it is. <laughs> But yeah, like cops and things like that. Cops I can literally watch all night. Like I've had to pull myself away from the TV um, <laughs> to, to go and train at the gym. Who are four of your all-time favorite music artists? Four of my favorite all-time music artists. See, I like old music. Um, so, like... Um, I like Dion the Bowman. Um, they're a really, really good band for me. Like, um, my wife and I used to dance a lot to, to a lot of, like, do, uh, do up in, like, rockabilly and stuff, so. Um, but yeah, like, Elvis, yes, definitely. Uh, Eddie Cochran, uh, I see. Then I'm gonna say uh, like Mary Wells is really good too for the night town. I just the old sixties girl group, so I like the two dreams and people like that. So. What are three of your most favorite films? Three of my most favorite films. Okay, so. I'm gonna go for uh, Romance. Um, I'm gonna go for Natural Born Killers. And uh, yeah, Pulp Fiction. What are two foods you can't live without? Chicken. <laughs> and chicken and. And Greek yogurt. And what is one of your guilty pleasures? One of my guilty pleasures? <laughs> um, it's going to be like, like sweets. It's, it's just chocolate. Anything, a cake, and cheese. Anything with like cake in it, in fact. What's next for Axel Aces? What can the listeners and your fans that are tuning in right now expect from you in the near future? 
Um, just to expect me to carry on doing what I'm doing. Uh, I want to try and shoot for as many people as possible. Um, I, I just want to like, do well in the industry. So, I, do, I, I, I think it's just the same thing I'm doing at the moment. I'm, in, I'm not in a position at the moment to be deciding what I'm doing. I'm more, I'm more in the point of the career that I can decide what I'm doing and make demands about what I'm doing. Uh, I'm at the point of my career where I do what I'm, I'm told to and I learn from the things that I'm being told to do. So I obviously get a choice of what I do and what I don't do, but I, I take on pretty much anything um, just to, to learn as much as I can. How can your fans reach you? Where can they find you on the web, social networking, all of the goodies? So the best way is on Twitter. Um, I can't actually remember my Twitter. Axel underscore aces xxx. I think. Mm-hmm. Correct. Uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but yeah, that's the best way to get me. I do have a Facebook, but I, I really don't like Facebook, so I don't go on it. Um, I got banned from Instagram, uh, and I, I try and make new ones, and they ban me immediately. Uh, I do have a Snapchat. I think that. Axel Aces. Uh, I think it's just Axel Aces. <laughs> well, Axel, this does bring us to the end of our interview. Is there anything that you would like to say to your fans and supporters that are tuning in? Uh, thank you for your, for your support and your continued support. And thank you to the new fans that are listening. Uh, if you like me, that is. Like, I don't know. Some people might not like the sound of me. Uh, yeah, keep whacking off the porn. Uh, pay for your porn, too, which is good. And, uh, uh, yeah, I appreciate everybody. Fantastic, man. Well, I certainly want to thank you so much for the interview, Axel. Well, thank you. And thank you for having me. You're welcome. And certainly the door's open for more. So whenever you want to come back, uh, we'd love to have you back on so that we can continue following your career in the industry. Yeah, that'd be really cool. I'd really like that. Awesome, man. And listeners, I also want to thank you for tuning in to One-on-One -on -one with Poppy Chulo. Tune in for brand new episodes of One-on-One -on -one with Poppy Chulo every Wednesday and Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. You can download this episode and many more by visiting poppychuloradio.com slash archives. Registered users will gain access to the Poppy Chulo Radio archives of previously aired broadcasts. And with that, Axel Aces and I would like to wish you and yours a wonderful night. Good night, listeners. Good night. Thanks for listening to One on One with Poppy Chulo. To contact us with any of your questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns, email us at contact at poppychuloradio.com or leave us a voicemail at 305-515-8620. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash poppychuloradio and like us on Facebook by visiting facebook.com slash poppychuloradio. Be sure to listen again next week as we continue to showcase exclusive interviews with some of the adult industry's most popular male performers. This is Ben Patrick Johnson saying good night and have a wonderful week.